I hope I hope that I hope your food comes out immediately now. I, I saw I saw the state that the food is in. It is not ready. Uh time to crack one open with the boys. There we go. What a champion. Hey, this is Sad Boy Santa Claus. I'm Jiggly. I'm still Adnan. And I am RJ. Uh, I've I've uh, finally cracked one open with the boys after such a long time. I'm still waiting for my dinner. Uh, it's going to happen sometime in the middle of the podcast, but you know what? We're going to deal with it. Uh, there's also really not much to talk about. Uh, since RJ is here, we're, we don't talk about the Bengals when RJ is here. Yeah, we're not allowed to in the, we're not in the allowed. legal sense, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and we can't talk about my boss at Dick Sporting Goods who well, you can on talk about that. Fan Fridays. <laughs> well, that, the connection there is that we have a thing called Fan Friday where you can wear like jerseys or whatever. And like, I wore like my Braven jersey. I wore my Man U jersey once. I whatever I was just my new boss. He's like one step above me, and then there's whatever. But one, like, he's technically still my boss. Once the week before, wore a Joe Burrow Bengals jersey, like like the home whatever default. It wasn't like the top tier one, but it was still like a, a official jersey. This past Friday, he wore a whiteout army based like camouflage like on the like there's like an american flag to call Bengals jersey with andy dalton on the back and it was absolute heat and it was pretty funny to be fair because i'm so next to him in a mason greenwood Manchester united jersey nice so that was funny rj okay. if you had to rate the Bengals on a scale one to ten what are you giving them i i would implore them change their name to something a little bit more cincinnati you I don't know. A- Cincinnati has a zoo. Have what you ever a- heard of the Cincinnati yeah, Zoo? Wait, is a is a Bengal based off the Bengal tiger? What is a Bengal a thing? That, that's I, like- a Bengal is a thing, but like they have a zoo, right? No, that that's that's like a team here naming you know their team off something from like Lincoln Park or from Brookfield. Okay, so um, Look, anything from Ohio is ten pot. We can like all. That's fair. Well, yes, that is true. Uh, so I looked it up. Uh, the reason is because Paul Brown wanted to give it a link with past professional football in Cincinnati. He made it and he made the team in 1967 and he's ref- referring back to a team uh, in 1937. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals of 1937, which were named after the city's world renowned zoo, which was home to a rare white Bengal tiger. Ah, OK, so that's not too bad. It's and very also, niche, but also, um. The other even more niche reason is possibly an insult to Art Modell, uh, the owner of the Browns that uh, Paul Brown left, uh, as a mom- an homage to his own start as a head coach of the Massillon Tigers, which is a high school in Ohio. <laughs> also very subtle. Yep. Uh, Paul Brown was a petty man. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so we got uh, we got uh, Europe stuff. We we don't have much this week. Yeah, it's part of it is kind of like the midseason apathy. Part of it's also because the the new variants of the COVID nineteen Omicron whatever. Yeah, Omicron. is is particularly really hurt the the Premier League. I think last I had seen before half the games had been taken off the schedule. Like I haven't seen Manu Manu's last two games have been called off. Spurs. Before they played Liverpool, they hadn't played in a while. All that hot jazz, which has accidentally led to Arsenal now currently being in fourth place in the Premier League standings. 
they've played more games than the other ones, of course, but it is very funny to see them in fourth in the table. What also sucks about United is that the next three games they play will also will, will be uh, will be happening while I'm at work, so I will not be able to watch any of them, even though I would have been off for the last two games, which is slightly painful. But, you know... I, I think with Arsenal, that's just a... They're lucky. I think this is kind of where a re- well, I wouldn't say it's a repeat, but it's like a can to the lesser situation where everyone else was just sucking at that moment. Yeah. And they just took advantage of that. I mean, Arsenal isn't going to go anywhere, obviously, but um, and that's just a good recent comparison. Yeah, and they can't exactly. even, like, no one else can even play right now, so it's not really even a fair competition. Arsenal will, especially after that menu game, they're, they'll be dead in the water eventually. It's, it's sort of like a, a reverse Gabo Osaka. Nice. You, re- mean, you remember Gabo Osaka uh, yeah, this past COVID season? Hit, yeah. And then um, they, they were too good to get relegated, so. Well, it, like, there, there was a point where, like, every team had played, like, five more games than Gabo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they were, like, dead last for a bit. Yeah. Good, good reference. Good topical. Yeah, good, 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 good reference for the podcast. <laughs> good <laughs> podcasting. I've accidentally opened up Twitch instead of Hulu. Um, what am I also, on about I just now? called in for. I just got called in for food. All right. Well, I'll talk to. I'm going to bring RJ it back up. Though. The rest of Europe, real quick. Have you have you seen you you you've been a big Tuchel's a fraud guy, right? So you must be happy about what's happened recently with Chelsea. Um. Yes and no. I think I think Thomas needs to be a little bit more aggressive. He just doesn't have that flair to lead Chelsea, and I don't think anyone really has that flair to lead Chelsea, you know, since Mourinho and maybe even Conte, but um, I, a lot of his signings has also backfired, like a Lukaku. I'm sorry, but... What's happened to him? I, he... I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the thing. Um, I think he, to be fair, I think the, let me double check, because I think he was at protocols in some stage. Let I mean, me double check. Even, even before then. That's true. Like, uh, even before then, he was, he wasn't, you know, like, yeah, he scored, I believe, three goals at the he, time of this recording. But uh, even like before then, um, he hasn't really done much. He's only got three goals in the league, two in the Champions League, and none in the prestigious Carabao Cup. Let me see when's the last time he did play. He may have. Let me see. He hasn't been in the squad for the last two, but in the four games before then, he didn't do anything. He'd been off. Oh, oh. So the, that was kind of a tough break because he was out with a, a a sprain of some sort, and then played for four games while recovering from injury, and then got. Um, I don't think he got COVID, but at the very least, he was guidelined. But after he scored twice against Villa, he didn't score in the next four games. And yeah, it's it just doesn't really fit playing as a striker for Chelsea anymore. Something something about the position is cursed. Yeah, I mean, ever since Drago left, and uh, speaking of Drago... Are you talking about Timo Werner? What? No, uh, no. His teammate. Lukaku. Well, oh. Timo Werner, to be fair, was the, the, the Chelsea striker curse last season. Because I cannot believe how badly that guy has failed since how good he was in Germany. I mean, Wait, so Lukaku hasn't been good this 
recently? No, it's just a combination of like a lot of things. But even if you ignore that, uh, he he still hasn't been good. He's That's been good. on fraud. He's on fraud alert, effectively. Where like he's not a full blown fraud just yet, but like you gotta keep an eye on it just in case. And uh, you know, speaking of like strikers, though, I mean, going back to Arsenal, Obama Yang is basically exiled from the team. Obama who? Obama uh, what? Obama Yang. No, Jiggly, come on. What? Even you've got to know that reference. Obama blood clot young. No? He, Arsenal he, fan he TV? Does, he doesn't watch AFTV, I think. No, but I've never watched AFTV, and I've seen that clip loads of times. Come on. Jiggly. Uh, All right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you've, okay, well, anyway. But yeah, that's, that'll be funny, especially now because Obama's got to go somewhere in January. Or surely, right? Yeah, I think last last season was it when they left it up uh, the community shield, and then after that he signed a multi-year so, billion dollar contract. Arsenal got to stop paying he, people. He could come to Chicago. No, no, no. As, no. as much as like Obama, like during his time with Dortmund, he it, it's like if you think Gaston and like Alessandro is bad, like, I don't think Obama would sprint in MLS. Well, yeah, that that too. I, I was, you know, implying that, you yeah. know, I I don't think this man's gonna drive down to bridge you every day. He'll be getting a tattoo in downtown, and Hendrickson's like, "Hey, we have practice," and we're like, "Nah, fam." Is it Hendrickson? Yeah. It's a, yeah, Ezra Hendrickson. Yeah. Hendrickson, that's a good name to be fair. Anyway, so yeah, Arsenal stuck with Lacazette now, which means they will not be getting fourth. Heyo, um. And then, somewhat speaking of Chelsea, they're out of the, the title race. I was kind of talking to RJ about that while you are gone, Jiggly. But you know how it used to be a three-horse race? It's now absolutely a two-horse race. Because Chelsea cannot consistently enough beat the bad teams. And that is that means your title challenge is over. Because you have mm-hmm. to do that every single week, pretty yeah, much. It's, it's, it's basically sitting at this point. Let's be real, even with Liverpool. Um, I think AFCON might really mess them up. If AFCON happens. Cause, yeah, because you have Jota, Minamino, and... Um, or replacing, you know, replacing you know, uh, Salah and uh, and Sadio Mane. I don't know. You know, you know, I I rate uh, Jota, but I um, he can't pick up the slack. And you know, Mina Mino, he's a he's a cup merchant. Um, Jota Firmino doesn't even seem like a pairing that works well. Origi's only good off the bench in like the ninetieth minute. Yeah, so. We'll see. Hey, but the very least, the prem, because I, I, I've been thinking about this recently. Is this gonna be the first year we actually get a relegation battle at the bottom? Because usually, you know, it's relegation is done with like four or five, even more weeks to go. But if you look at like the bottom teams in the Premier League, they all seem kind of close, and there's no I, like surefire candidate to go down. I don't think yet. Well, I mean, you I still mean, got Nor- Leeds. Norwich is done. No, I think they've been they've been good under Dean Smith. They outplayed United in that game when United won off a penalty. It's it's, it's that new it's that new manager syndrome Maybe. though. But I I New Newcastle, I don't think they'll go down. Like I think they'll they'll end up in um I think they'll end up in like seventeenth or sixteenth. But they will not like they will surely not. Yeah, surely not. Oh, I mean um, what I was saying was what I was about to say was like Leeds is Leeds is still two wins clear of the drop. I mean, yeah, it's four teams out in the relegation down down in a relegation battle. But even then, Watford, 
Watford is a whole win ahead of Burnley. Yeah, so, but there's so much of the season left. There is a lot of the season left. Because but I'm just not sure yet how how likely there is to be a real battle. I mean, would you consider four teams a battle? Four teams with three spots. Well, no, because if you look at I, I, let's say, just for argument's sake, Norwich City isn't just a new manager bounce, and they're actually better under this guy. They're not that bad. Newcastle with money and Eddie Howe aren't that bad. Burnley are Burnley. They'll always fight back. And then it's Watford, it's Leeds, it's Southampton. Everton. To Everton's. I don't know how Everton are and there. Brighton. Well, like, yeah, I could, I could see any, like, Brentford. I could see many teams just falling down into that scrap. There's, like, no team. And, like, one win above doesn't mean anything in December. Especially well, yeah. if Burnley have a game. Newcastle have played 18 games, which is funny somehow. They are not being stopped by anything. But, I mean, we could legitimately get, like, at least a battle between two teams at the end. Because that, that's good enough for a relegation battle nowadays in the Premier League. It's going to be Watford, though. It's going to be Watford or... I mean, but I yeah, that, Watford, that's a tough thing. Burnley right or now, Southampton. So. Right now, who are the three teams that go down? New Norwich, everyone would bank on probably. Watford isn't that bad of a shout, but then you have to pick between like Southampton, Leeds, Burnley, Newcastle, who all have, you know, some good things about them at least. Jiggly, who are your three? What, to go down? Yes. Norwich, Watford, Burnley. See, no, Burnley's not going down. I refuse to accept Burnley going, getting relegated as a possibility. Or Southampton. Sean Dyke, Sean Dyke will stab a man. But no, okay, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I um, mean, he, he um, probably he would. <laughs> yeah. You know how, how much he likes some British lads? and uh, I mean, I mean, he did sign someone from, like, Corte d'Ivoire, but I, I'm pretty sure he just yeah, missed taking was... the flag for Ireland. So. <laughs> and then do you see the thing where they immediately were scouting someone else in, in the French League? It's like Burnley have unlocked a new region. Like, they, they've, never, they've never realized they could just sign actual players. Instead you know, of just like six foot ten British lads. You know, this is gonna sound bad, but I I think that's gonna be their downfall. <laughs> that, that's not the worst that's not the worst and take in the world, actually. They've 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 they've, they've, they've they're, they're they're you know trying to work through a new area, they don't understand the new area yet. No, it's no, it's no. no RJ's talking about like Icarus, where like Burnley are trying to try things new out, like be more than just Burnley, and that that could cost them. No, because I Going out of their comfort zone, get punched, go back to comfort zone, even even stronger now. Yeah, because I I I just no, I think that's a bad idea. Like I I really do because like they they resigned Dwight McNeil. Who else? Um, they're they're going back to their comfort zone at the Good. same time, going outside yeah. of their comfort zone with, with signing um. Uh, what was his name? Maxwell Cornyn, I think. But yeah, yeah, Maxwell Cornyn. They've re-signed all these players like Aaron Lennon, Dwight McNeil. Um, you know, and then they're signing people from you know like uh, Corte d'Ivoire. But I, I think that will honestly be their downfall. I know, I know, I this isn't like um a prejudice thing or anything, but no, I no. think like Burnley. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say keep Burnley, Burnley, but that's a much more. That's that how. That's good. obviously not what you mean. Yeah. No, guys, I told you that I didn't want to have to censor anything this episode, and you're just and that, like that's, that, that's tongue in cheek. We're fine. But like, if you were if you were a young like attacking midfielder in the French league, you would not go to Burnley. That just doesn't. Oh, that's not a fit. Yeah. Don't like, don't be it, Chris. Kids. Burnley is more you know 
Troy Deeney and not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Troy you know, Deeney, I, you better I fit keep than hearing you. I, I always hear you talk about Troy Deeney, and I've never actually seen Troy Deeney play. He, he's like the most hot head. He's like, he, he's basically another Jamie Vardy. Yeah, except slightly worse. No, okay, obviously much worse, to be fair, because Jamie Vardy's actually like an all timer. Yeah, but. but- Jiggly, to explain Troy Deeney, he's like that one dude in like playground soccer that always tries a little too hard. So, but it, Sam Kerr, but this. not good? I guess. I, I don't oh, know. No, it, I think it would be an insult to like compare her. Well, I mean, just Troy like in, 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 my, in my head, like I always think of Sam Kerr as like the one guy at, in, a rec, in rec league soccer that goes way too hard. Yeah, but you're thinking about someone that goes too hard because they're better than everyone else. They want to just flex on him. Troy Deeney isn't better than anyone, but he just fights harder than everyone. It's mm-hmm. like if you took a UFC fighter and put him on a soccer field and gave him some cleats. Then again, he also, he's arguably scored the most his, uh, recognizable goal in English football history. Yeah, that, that, Watford, from, or that Watford game against Leicester. Yeah. Have you seen that goal, Jiggly? Look it up. Yeah, what, surely he has, what, to be game? fair. Here's oh. Hog Deeney. Look that the, up while we continue. We the penalty gets saved that. and they run yeah. up the other side of the field. Jiggly, if you don't know that reference, then what, like, do you only live in an American soccer bubble, for crying out loud? Well, I, Jiggly know tries too to much sure of, I know too much about American soccer. <laughs> um, Honestly, though, Troy Deeney would work out in MLS. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be like, great, to be fair. Like, I, know, I know he has this heart set with Birmingham City that's his you know, childhood club, but, you know, I... For I mean, for whatever reason, I you know that's it wouldn't be a bad signing for any MLS team if he played up top instead of Barrett this past season. He outscores him. Yeah, that's a proven fact. Uh, so while Jiggly tries to uh, find the most, my, my computer goal, is going very slow right now. Literally, just look up D goal and it's going to be there. Yeah, it's there. It's just taking way too long to load. <laughs> Jiggly will be back in 15 minutes as he f- watches a two, uh, 240p resolution video of Troy Deeney scoring against Leicester City. Anyway, uh, I'm going to quickly talk about Bremen, by the way. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but any posts you've seen about the two Bundesliga being like close and competitive and fun to watch, it's game over. Bremen have just figured it out under their new coach. And hey. they're now just steamrolling kids, which is really fun to watch as a Bremen fan. So they're, they're getting first by like 15 points. So we can just move on with the rest of that. I'll see you guys back in the Bundesliga next season. All jokes aside, Bremen look actually very good under Ole Werner, which is a hysterical name. But unfortunately for them, Ole, they now have Ole to Ole go. Werner? What? His name is legitimately Ole Werner. It's unbelievable <laughs> scenes. And he's, he's sick, apparently, at coaching. But the problem is Bremen have found their best form right before the winter break. So they now have a month to try to stay hot and then come back and Remontado the rest of the season. But I think they're only a few points out of the playoff and then a bit more points away from the automatic promotion promotion spot. You but really I, love I'm the word Remontada. Just Remontada. <laughs> I'm 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 feeling good as a Bremen fan, which is which is a nice feeling to have. They are oh. one point off of third and only six points off of second. St. Pauli lost this past week and all oh, that's game over for everyone. How did they lose three to zero? That's incredible. It's no, you should also, uh, while we're on um, the topic of the two dot Bundesliga, uh, Hanover has a chance of dropping even further into irrelevancy. 
I didn't even realize they were that close to the relegation zone. Jeez. Rele- relegation zones? Yeah, I can't speak. But, I mean, Hanover were the ones beaten by Bremen. So, and they, they don't look that bad, actually, on the year, RJ. But if if they can't, I mean, Ingolstadt looks pretty bad, although they've just won. They have a chance of going down, for sure, RJ. Which would be... Like obviously a store because Hanover are one of those teams that you kind of you kind of think about the Bundesliga when you see them. And uh, if we're switching to the main Bundesliga, it's I mean it's two to six or two to seventh place. I think seventh place gets like Europa Conference or whatever. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but um, you know that and from fifteenth to 18th place that's the only competition you'll see this season so well i mean that's kind of the only competition every season yeah there's just no point to the bundesliga is there that 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 those specific uh areas that's that's the point of the bundesliga those specific areas but even then what do you get because like they don't do anything in europe anyway Dortmund's uh, now playing in the Europa League, and they're probably going to get eliminated like in the next round by some team that's slightly better than them. No one else. Eugene Berlin couldn't get out of the Conference League group stage. <laughs> I mean, also Spurs couldn't get out. Yeah, well, which we'll get to because that's obviously hilarious. But, eh. Um, did, so you, then, you, did you see that goal yet, Jiggly? Yeah, I, I, I saw it. It's good. Yeah, it's a good goal. <laughs> I still haven't watched. I still haven't watched the thing that uh, that uh, Adnan sent me in the chat. The Roy Miller incident. Okay, the we'll Roy, Roy Miller, Miller incident. incident. We'll get to the Roy Miller incident. <laughs> We're gonna later. talk about the Roy Miller incident uh, for no uh, reason. Great. RJ, RJ, do you know the Roy Miller incident? Kinda. New York Red Bulls Thierry Henry free kick against DC United. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I was telling Jiggly about it. He, he didn't know what I was talking about, and it was. I was horrified. Go watch it now, Jiggly. We're gonna talk about the Roy Miller incident real quick. Because yeah, because we can do that too. But RJ, is that not one of the best moments in MLS history? Just everyone waiting for Tyrion Reed to try to curl a ball into the top corner and some random dude named Roy Miller stops up and then absolutely balloons it. It's it's he doesn't come close, man. It's so good. Beautiful. <laughs> Let's be real, there there aren't a lot of memorable moments yeah. hey 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 watch your mouth i will not have any mls playoffs or any mls moments slander oh, yeah how dare you? i just they, excuse ever, me rj ever, rj ever i just spent i just spent zero shots on goal that, that was just, a great moment no that just blew i've me. just spent about like 10 to 11 hours in the past two days researching mls mls is fun oh, yeah <laughs> like fun. okay they're not they're not good moments there are not, not moments of good moments. There's a difference between good moments and bad moments. The bad moments are very memorable, and I like. Okay, but... I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I'm spacing out right now. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is MLS has those moments, but those moments are just so outrageous that... Look, just do me a favor, RJ, because I know you know the incident. Just please open up the, the, the link I sent and watch it again. Because the, can I can I play all the white commentary on this? No. Or is, that, is that a no. possible commentary? I don't think, no, I don't think you good, can. Yeah. It's, no, it's so funny. It's a good moment. It's it's not just... Oh, I'm, I'm, so, not I can't. Denying, I'm not denying that it's a good moment. <laughs> like, it's not a good moment or whatever. It's just that those things are few and far between. It's, I mean, uh, I'm not having MLS that. Cup 2010 yeah. being decided by an own goal. 
Not that. It's the fact that 2010 MLS, uh, RJ, for context, in the episodes we you kind of missed, I've talked about how my favorite MLS Cup of all time is Colorado versus... FC Dallas. FC Dallas played in Toronto, which is just the stupidest matchup of all time. No, we and it was this. It was ultimately decided on own goal. Yeah, but I've just talked about it at more length for some reason recently. It's so good. I, I'm I'm just replaying the Roy Miller free kick now while we talk about this. And every time he like hits it high, it puts a smile on my face. I could genuinely like I could get fired from work tomorrow. I'd go home, watch this video, and it'd put a smile <laughs> on my face. It's so I'm gonna mute myself so I can listen to Arlo White real quick. You guys talk about whatever you want. Wait to. a second. What 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 year was that? Um uh, 2012, I assume. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't even know if DC did anything in the playoffs that year. But it doesn't matter. I'll be right back. You guys talk about whatever. <laughs> Um. Well, I mean, yeah. That's, NWSL. Well, I we still have more stuff here because uh because Adnan wanted Adnan wrote in something about Serie A, and so I checked the Serie A standings, and uh, Juventus hasn't lost in a while, so that's good for them. <laughs> they uh, yeah, I guess it's not good for me, obviously. I uh, but uh, they they beat Bologna. Uh, I recently watched uh. I, I just watched a documentary on uh, Cacciapoli, uh, the uh, the scandal with like essentially match fixing with uh, Juventus, and the hilarious thing is like the guy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm back from the Roy Miller uh, highlight. It's so good. Juventus. Uh, the the hilarious thing with the with like the guy from uh, the guy who ran Juventus during like the massive scandal. Uh, it took them so many years to try to prosecute him that the statute of limitations ran out. And so he said that he was cleared of all charges, even though he was convicted. It's just that, like, they couldn't really do anything about it because statute of limitations. <laughs> That's how Italian courts work. You know, it's a circus yeah. show over there. But I, I, I've actually recently watched, I think it was like some second tier Italian team owned by the guy who used to own the prime minister former prime minister who used to own AC Milan and they signed a bunch of like um have you heard about that team? Uh I, have I not. forgot the na- I forgot the name but it's Is it signed- Pisa? I don't know, but Balotelli used to- let me just look up Balotelli's wiki page and then I can probably Oh wait, oh. Out. Then you're talking um, about Brescia then, I think. Cuz I think Balotelli's with Brescia. Monza. No, he used oh. to play for Brescia. He's not there anymore. It's, um um AC Monza. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Asia Monza. And, you know, I can't they, find them. Oh, wait, there they are. Okay, yeah, sixth place. What, what were you saying? No, no, no. It, it was just, um, just another, you know, one of those another interesting Italian football stories where, you know, you know interesting owner, you know, signing all those players, blah, 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 but probably, you know, Illegally doing so. Yeah. They'll probably, you know, get indicted later down the line for something dumb. <laughs> I've just found a clip, by the way, of a, a game between the Red Bulls and the Earthquakes where Roy Miller, in the in the 89th minute of a 1-1 game, Roy Miller commits a handball to give away a penalty and then encroaches on the penalty, which is saved, which then leads to a retake and uh, his team conceding a goal and the game ending in a loss for New York. I should get a Roy Miller New York Red Bulls jersey. But yeah, Juventus are, Juventus are coming back, by the way. 
I in, in this in this uh in my research today and yesterday, like my whole uh I, I just have a running joke throughout this script about uh who the Metro Stars are. Cause first the Metro Stars are the Metro Stars, but then the Metro Stars uh rebrand into the Red Bulls, so therefore the Metro Stars name gets passed on to Chivas USA. And then okay. when Chivas USA dies, the Metro Stars name has been passed on to the fire. But who is the Metro Stars now? Did you just compare the Metro Stars with the fire? The fire wish yeah. they were the Metro Stars. <laughs> I miss but... the Metro Stars. Time to check the, the classic website I bought my jerseys on to see if they have a Metro Stars kit that isn't stupid expensive. Isn't that like the fifth time you've done that mid-podcast? One of these days. Specifically Metro Stars. Specifically Metro Stars. One of these days, there's going to be a deal and I'm going to start doing cartwheels in my house. Uh, Why don't you check savers or something? Like like, uh, the savers on golf and Roselle. No, that's good for like like good finds and stuff. If, if I find a Metro Stars kid in like real life somewhere, I'm going to lose it because this is too rare of a... How oh, much is... Because uh, last time I've been there, like someone just donated a bunch of old MLS jerseys and really? I just didn't fit them. Like, I think they're like kids. Oh, well, that's, not, that's not ideal for me. I don't want to spend $400 on a Metro Stars jersey yet. Adnan's a big boy. I'm a, I'm a big boy and a grown man at the same time, somehow. Uh, uh, he's a, like a crop top or something. <laughs> hey, that's, that's not a bad shot. Oh, New York Metro Stars crop top. Well, All right. Brilliant. Uh, anyway, uh, la- lastly in Europe, because I think we've been doing this well, for like an hour now. Uh, Athletic Madrid aren't the same anymore. Hashtag Simeone out, question mark. I, I, think, I think he's grown mm-hmm. out of his tenure there. Brazil, know, Brazil uh, wait, no, not Brazil. Barcelona won, won a game. <laughs> You, oh, you think okay. Simeone should still stick in Athletico, RJ? I think, it's one of those, yet. I, I think it's one of those cases where, you know, with, with Wenger and Arsenal, um, I think they need to find someone like with the same playing style as, uh, as Simeone. Uh, yeah, I just, I think it's just time to move. Oddly enough, that new the UK website just added a DC United kit, and it looks like it's from the same year of the Red Bulls incident, which is good content. Maybe because uh, I don't know. Let's just say later down the line, like or you know, let's go back to Arsenal for example. I think Wenger would win the league with this squad. I actually do. And no, I think, no. Well, no, the last, no. no, I actually do. <laughs> I know that's a really hot take. But. I mean, Wenger knows how to build a squad, I think. I'm not sure about tactically, but I know that he knows how to build a squad. I mean, tactically, like, uh, oh, I'm defending Arsenal right now. Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable scenes here from from RJ. How no, dare but, he? But tactically, it was beautiful. And I think with this squad, has like, with, with Aubameyang, with, you know, with his head on straight, like... <laughs> This squad can produce magical football under the right manager, and that's not Arteta. That's not the vampire man. I forgot his name. Um, hey, respect Unai Emery. There you go. I'm going to call him Ray Emery, the, the Blackhawks or hockey the for, dude. The former Blackhawks uh, goalie. And, um, and you know, you know, the former fire legend also, Freddie, Freddie Lunchberg. You know, that, that's... All right. Freddie Lunchberg. Lunchberg, Freddy Lunchbox. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce Swedish. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, Barcelona won a game. Uh, they actually 
they dropped a 2-0 lead in the 60 in the 62nd and 63rd minute. Yeah, and somehow still won, which was yeah. remarkable stuff. I missed the I missed the goal, but I was watching for a bit. Uh you're watching the La Liga game? Yeah, cuz I heard that Barcelona was uh was uh was was falling over. I wanted to watch it myself, but then I had to walk away and I missed the goal. There's nothing Jiggly loves more than chaos. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. happening like the 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 Exactly. Angle, the Angolan second division. He will watch like, for chaos. No, I, I think, I don't, I think like, I don't care about basketball. I don't care too much about basketball, but like you tell me that something stupid's happening in a basketball game, I'm gonna watch. Like how the Thunder lost by seventy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that and also the uh the ending to I think it was the Pelicans won on like the oh, yeah, stupidest the last shot. The full yeah. court shot. No, but like in regards to Barcelona, the writing was on the wall even with Messi still there. Yeah, I mean, no, we were talking about it the entire time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Well, I wouldn't say it's funny, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it is like instinctively funny, to be fair. But you know, um, I think they should have known that it was going to happen. Um. Anyway. I think what we got. Uh, oh yeah, you're, you wrote in uh, Spurs already out of the Conference League. <laughs> yeah, because what's not as funny because the circumstances kind of suck. But they had to their their final group stage game, which they had to win, was postponed due to COVID issues because they had an outbreak. But since they had to like, I guess, get a result done, you wait for the side that since Spurs were at fault for the game not happening, quote unquote, at fault. They were given a 3-0 loss, which meant they were knocked out of the Conference League, I mean, which is something else. I think they would have been knocked out anyway. Who did who like, they um, play against? They, they, lost the, the team, they lost against, like, Mura, which doesn't even have a logo on Google. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would have played someone stinky in the, the round of 16, or like the first round of 16, however it works. But, I, yeah, our, it's not a bad shout. Like, if you're on Google and if you're using dark mode... Their logo isn't even transparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Slovenian outfit who aren't even like top of the, oh, the league in Slovenia. Got it. Uh, like I think I think Sad Boys has a better crest than they do. Well, speaking of which, I need to I need to get that back into my computer because that 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 left in the uh, great uh, crash of uh, two weeks ago. I need I need to we we're, we we got to add something new to the logo next to. Uh, uh, next season because uh, this is our season finale by the way guys so uh, we're gonna get to year, end of the year stuff soon but right now I guess since we're done with Europe it's time for me to start uh, my rant about women's soccer uh, before I actually start ranting though uh, the women's empowerment league in Japan still have not announced the uh, postponed games I don't know when they're gonna happen uh, I do not have any leads on when they'll happen. I don't even know if they should happen because I don't think that there's really too much room within the standings to really matter uh, having that final week of the season. Uh, the other news is that uh, June Endo from uh, Tokyo Verde is, uh, has been signed by Angel City in the NWSL. So now it's time for me to explain why I no longer care about the NWSL. Because uh, did you guys see the recent thing uh, where, well, it's not that recent anymore, but did you see the recent thing of the NWSL is now partnering with uh, with an NFT firm? Like, <laughs> not just like, not just like, oh, yeah, we're making NFTs like it is a league sponsor now. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I kind of got turned off by the NWSL before that NFT incident, you know. With I the... mean, like, it, it was it was more just like I'm holding on, like, you know, okay, maybe the Red Stars are going to, like, do something and, like, be better. And then that hit, that hits and it's just like, okay, now I just I just don't even want to deal with any of this. You know MLS is going to do that soon, right? I'm, MLS, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for shifting to men's soccer for a bit. But it, is, it, it is probably going to do that soon. The state of United States sports, nothing is sacred. So MLB, NBA, NFL. Well, the NHL is already doing stuff too. Like the, uh, oh God, the, 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 uh, the absolutely wonderful hypocrisy of uh, the Seattle Kraken. They play in a rink that they... What? Seattle Kraken. Never um, listened. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, uh, they play. They play in an arena called the Climate Pledge Arena, and they sell NFTs, <laughs> which is the most ironic thing ever. Seeing as how NFTs work. Uh, but what's the name of the arena again? Climate Pledge Arena. Ah, jeez. Just. Oh God. Yeah, like I get it that. A lot of these leagues are going to be doing it, but I think that that was very much like a last straw thing with the NWSL for me because I was holding out hope that something would happen. I was holding out that something would work out. I mean, we still haven't heard anything from Arnhem. I think he is waiting for this to blow over, and I don't think it's going to blow over for him. I think that there's a lot of Red Stars fans that just aren't going to go to games anymore uh, because of this and because they still have not, not gotten a clear answer. And, you know, it's just, it's so hard to want to pay attention to a league that is filled with teams that refuse to be better, I guess. Because it, it seems like the NWSL doesn't understand who their fan base is. They still are trying to sell themselves to young girls. And they're selling themselves to suburban parents. And so they're not exactly treating the values of their players, of their main uh of like their main vocal support they're not treating those their those people's values as valid essentially uh there was the nwsl draft recently and a portland player uh a player drafted by portland people found out that she is a massive racist she is a massive like just overall uh politically terrible person uh but there's a lot of stuff wrong with her views and Portland has done nothing about it. Uh, in fact, uh, a player has come out and said, nah, it's fine. We can teach her. We can make her be better. It's like, no, it's, the way that it's working is you knew that this was a thing. You didn't recognize that it was a thing. And you just decided, yeah, we'll go with this. And I think that there's a lot of people that are tired of the NWSL being this way. So I'm just saying now I... I've said it a couple of times on Twitter already, but I'm saying it now here on the podcast. I'm not going to cover the NWSL anymore. I'm not going to talk about the Red Stars anymore until something changes. Uh, we'll still talk about, you know, probably like the FAWSL. Uh, I'll definitely always still talk about the Women's Empowerment League because that's a fun vibe. We, But NWSL, uh, I'm just going to avoid talking about that for a while now on this podcast. So, uh, Watch out for that next season. I mean, like also, you know, them catering to, um, you know, the suburban moms and the, you know, the the little uh, girls. But 
even they can't even do that right with like 20 different streaming platforms exactly i, I mean i'm exaggerating but you know there's twitch no, there's you're right paramount there's they switch know, it they switch a platform they switched a platform uh, a pla- a broadcast platform like every single season except until like last year where they're finally like okay we're on cbs that's great and then they've got games on twitch and Twitch is the Twitch is the worst place to watch sports. OK, I'm just going to say it right now. I hate it because I don't want to chat. I don't want things popping up and being like, hey, which emoji best describes Morgan Gatra's performance? I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. That's a good voice, to be fair. Like, it's just uh, it's terrible. And I don't like it. It like I try. I tried watching the NWH, the NWHL when it was still the. When the PWA, when the P, when the PHL was still the NWHL, I tried watching games. I tried, you know, getting into it, and I thought that it was just because, oh, you know, I can't get into it without a without a Chicago team. But now I'm learning. No, it's just because the games were on Twitch, and it's so annoying to watch sports on Twitch. And I don't want to deal with that because Twitch isn't Twitch is a great a great platform for streamers. Sports is not a streamer. <laughs> I want to say I mean, no, it's a great platform for video games, not yeah. anything else. I mean, I mean that's what it's there for. And I think that's what you know. I um, I follow the Red Stars, you know, casually, and I think I've I've been to like one or two games, and but it's just impossible. Like, if I can't even find an illegal stream of them, <laughs> then you know it's kind of hard to watch. It's you know, I, I do want to watch them. I mean, this was, you know, before everything blew up, of course. But, you know, back then, it's like, I wanted to watch them, but I didn't want to sign up for Lifetime TV or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, Lifetime TV. And then after that, it's uh, more I'm recently. Tell- I'm telling you, they need to be on Video Daily Motion. More recently, like, we got uh, it, it's Paramount Plus, which... Paramount Plus has nothing except for nothing that I want to watch except for the NWSL. And now I don't care about the NWSL because before, like when we signed up for for uh, Paramount Plus, at least the other thing that they had was they had Legend of Korra, which is uh, I still think it's I I find it a really fun thing to watch. A lot of people don't like it. It's the sequel to uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I love it. And then it's on it's on Netflix now. I don't have to deal with Paramount Plus. So, like, there's no point to having Paramount Plus for me. It's like, I'm even surprised they can't even get on PBS. Like, or any other public act, like, my access 50. station. Like, I don't know, go, get, get, get on PBS. Like, what else do they show on PBS other than, like, Clifford and... I don't know. I, I haven't, I haven't seen that? the I haven't seen the lineup in a long time, but I know that like Word World was a thing. Did you call me? <laughs> but like, like yeah, it's, I it's just you, they will get more audience out of PBS than like Twitch or I don't know. I'm ranting right now, but yeah, but then but then at the same time, we've got like, you know, Angel City is like and it seems like none of these teams quite really know what they're they don't seem like they know what they're doing even. Because then the other thing with like the expansion draft and all of these teams trading away players for expansion protection, that means kind of nothing because they gave up more than what they probably would have given up. <laughs> and like, it's just. I. OK, uh, I just saw I just saw Discord almost uh, almost quit on me. 
my computer has been weird the past couple hours. Uh, but like, it's just so hard to want to see the end of SL. And like, you know, Angel City, they're going to sell out uh, Bank of America Stadium. They're going to, they're, or at least whatever, whatever that's called. Uh, the one Dignity Health or Bank of America, whatever. LAFC's stadium. Bank of America. Yeah. They're going to sell out that stadium with their first game. And they're probably going to be the next, the next team that's going to continue to keep selling out their games. And then we've got other teams on the other side. I mean, I was doing my research, while I was doing my research on MLS, I also did research on like the NASL. And you could see that there were three teams that were doing very well financially. And then there was the rest of the league that wasn't. And you can see that same sort of disparity in the NWSL. I don't you know, think that, it, it, like, that's the other thing. Of, it doesn't look susta- uh, sustainable at this point anymore. I, I actually think Angel FC, they're, I, I do agree with you that they're going to probably sell out first game, and then they're going to probably have a steady um, uh, attendance rate. But as the season progresses, it's going to drop. Well, they're also going to have, they also have like a bunch of good, big players. And I they'll mean, have Natalie Portman at every game. <laughs> but, hey, yo, I'm going. <laughs> but I mean, look at what happened, you know, um, after the Women's World Cup in France with the, with the Red Stars game, I think, was it like 15K in Toyota Park? Actually, the, the game right after the World Cup wasn't that big because they didn't they didn't flog it as much yeah but it, like what i'm trying to say is it's like it's gonna be a repeat of that and you know i just don't see angel city just being um you know one of those teams and i don't think there will be any of those teams for the time being as long as you know these well, issues they've, they've, they've moved uh they've moved the rain into uh into the seahawks stadium which does what? not seem like a good move. Yeah, OL Rain is going to be playing at Central League now, right? It's like, it's, like, it's like when I make jokes about the house playing at Soldier Field. Well, I mean, they've got them playing there. And it's just so... It doesn't seem like the right time. And especially with fans basically yelling at the league, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're not doing things right. I don't understand why they would let that... Why the league would think that yeah, we've definitely got the support. You had the support before everything went down, especially this past summer and then later this year. And then recently, with everything that has gone down, I think that there are a lot of people that are just not going to go to games out of protest. And that's like, including me. And like, even with me, I was considering not going, not getting season tickets uh, for next season for the Red Stars, even before all this happened, like before like the end of the season, because it was just... The Red Stars just aren't a fun team anymore. That's the other thing with them. So, I, I yeah. That, this is going to be it for a while about the NWSL. If something big comes up, if something happens, I'll talk about it. But it's not going to be a regular part of our podcast anymore. It's like the Odell Beckham meme of the I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know... I don't know what you're talking about, but I've seen that same meme with like other things. Oh, so. uh, Jiggly, please, can I reference something that you can get that's sports related for crying? No, I'm kidding. One of these days, I'm going to mention Lionel Messi and be like, who's that fella? I'm like, all right, never mind. <laughs> Who's that guy? And then I'm going to mention Ellie Collier and be like, oh, yes, of course I know him. 
speaking of Elliot Collier, the Chicago Fire. Uh the Fire is this is this the segue we get into the no, rest no, no, of the no, stuff? I'm no, oh, sorry. Let me, let me touch upon Messi because he he's fallen off. Like I know, you know, he's being managed by Pochettino, but I just don't the think he cares. The only man in the world who could be happy with his squad, and he's not doing that good. <laughs> it's because like the, retire at this point. The argument is it, whether or not he tries hard for PSG. At this stage of the season, nothing changes, except he he stat pads a little. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a league title at the end of the season. It's a they're not going to win Champions League. Uh, I will, not this right now. I yeah I I I think I see Manchester United winning this year's Champions oh, League. Oh no! All right, let's let's calm down a little bit, RJ. That <laughs> that team still has a, a midfield of McFred. McFred, you don't rate him. Uh, Fred, I rate Scott McTominay, and I don't. I don't rate Fred. It's a defensive midfield. If you put like a really good defensive midfield next to Fred, then maybe you have a chance. But if if Fred is your defensive midfield, you are in trouble. Yeah, I I don't know when when Frankowski is outperforming Messi and Liga. <laughs> yeah, but that's something. just that's fire revenge narrative. I, I could leave the fire to play somewhere else, and I'd start playing very well because that's just. Well, I mean, funny. as as you said, Ali Seda going to uh, Lugano, and by the way, Lugano lost recently. They, uh, they conceded four goals to an American dude. Yeah, they they lost five nil to Young Boys. Oh, well, RJ's favorite. They got spanked by Young Boys, as RJ once said famously. Famously. Famously to me, at least. Uh, Seda, I he's. He's gonna be a bum there. That's, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bum. He was a bum here. He's not he gonna just, be that much a, better there. He's just gonna be a bum because he is a bum. Is that what it is? He's not yeah. gonna like. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I legitimately think he's. I've never. I never read that <laughs> ever. And I, I think at Soldier Field when people, you know, God bless him for making that that poster, that tifo. But I was like. No, there there are other players here worth some praise. Remember, for like two weeks, he was really good. Yeah, two was weeks he was good, time, and then it just nothing happened. Um, yeah. Before we get into the fire, we should at least mention what I have listed for MLS: uh, men's national team, uh, U.S. men's national team versus Bosnia. I didn't watch this game. There, that wasn't even close. That was the Bosnian League All Star team. It wasn't even anything close to the best <laughs> Bosnian team by far. It was effectively Americans and MLS versus Bosnians in Bosnian League, but with like some exceptions because like there was some random dude from Brazil playing for America. But yeah, there was no point to that game. Especially they didn't have, the they didn't have Gaga. The, the the USA only won because of a a a, a lucky re- not lucky rebound a goalkeeping error. From a backup goalkeeper from the Bosnian league, even though the U.S. were up a man for like sixty minutes, that's not a good look for Greg Berhalter. To be fair, <laughs> like that, that if you just look at those two teams on paper, the, um, the U.S. should be winning that game six zero. That's not a good look for the U.S. for MLS for Greg. It looks great for Ivalo Petev, my my manager at least for Bosnia for the time being. He'll be for the next cycle, I, I guess, unless we absolutely stink, but. Yeah, there's literally no point to that game whatsoever. I'm looking at the Bosnian League team names right now. I know you're a fan of the team that used to be called well, Tuzla City is their current name, but you you looked yeah, them up once on Google and it still has their old name, like Mishin Han or something. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, 
Bosnian league is is not great to be fair quality wise. Um, once during the season, a team's group of fans chased the referee after the game. Um, caught him in a tunnel, took him out of his car, and then burned his car to the ground. That did happen during the season. Well, I mean, that's kind of normal for Eastern hey. for, for Eastern Europe. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of nec- normal. <laughs> not necessarily wrong. Unfortunately, I was actually discussing. Like speaking Eastern Europe, I was I was telling someone at my um at my side job to watch like um basketball in Eastern Europe. Oh yeah, absolutely. A huge NBA fan. Absolutely, that is said, a yeah. You should you should check out you know basketball the Turkish like, league. Um, in Belgrade, like just go and stream their games or something. It's like that Jokic meme about how they're talking about going to Miami and be, being like a tough environment, especially because they'd be for the team and like the Miami players and whatnot. Be he's like, no, I've played basketball in Serbia, mate. I'll be fine. Yeah, I think I mentioned that here. Did you okay? Were you? I, think I, I mentioned saw, that. I, I saw the clip. It's insane. Of like the because because what I love is that they treat basketball games like they're soccer games in Europe with like the, yeah, the fans. It's and just the, a whatever. soccer game, but indoors. It's so <laughs> which cool. means that the smoke is still there. <laughs> and everyone's just losing it, dude. I want I want that in America one day, but casuals and whatnot. I think yeah, uh, when Mansueto buys the Bulls. Uh, yeah, when Reinsdorf when Reinsdorf lets anyone buy the Bulls, yep. Yeah, well, why not? If, if anyone can do it, Mansueto can. <laughs> Mansueto's gonna keep he's gonna keep buying teams and then he's just gonna forget he owns the fire. Like he's just someone's gonna be like, hey the fire, they they lost again. He's like, Who? He's, what could be the next Tronky? I was like, who's the Colorado um, Rapids? <laughs> But the thing about Stan Kroenke is that I don't think he cares about any of the teams that he owns. <laughs> yeah. He owns so many, so many teams, but doesn't like any of them. Like, why do you do this? Someone's was going to buy the Chicago Fire TV series, and and then I don't know. And then you're focus gonna, on that. You're going to see Fabian Herbert's guest star in an episode of Chicago Fire because okay, I heard, the, I heard this rumor. I had this rumor once about. Well, no, it wasn't even a rumor. It was something that happened. The first episode of Chicago Fire was aired. Uh, especially right after a fire game in Toyota Park. Unironically, that genuinely might be one of the worst things Nelson Rodriguez did during his tenure here is letting a show be called Chicago Fire. It was before him. It was, was it? Uh, it, I think it was Klopas era. I think that was when Chicago Fire started. Oh, so then uh, Houtman. Yeah, he. but that's still like genuinely yeah. one of the worst I've things. I've heard happened. of that. And if, you know, Apparently, that case, wouldn't that... Wouldn't they remember bringing it up on the hashtag because of how, I wouldn't say petty, some people are there, but... Apparently, 2012. Yeah, October 10th, 2012. Somebody told... So I, I, I was trying to... I'm trying to collect some stuff for uh, a project that I'm doing. I'm trying to collect some people about some things. And somebody said that... Uh, yep, I, I found the... I found the link to it on on uh, broadwayworld.com uh that uh they announced that uh Eamon Walker uh the cast from the cast of the new the new NBC show Chicago Fire this is 2012 will participate in pregame ceremonies at the Fire versus Union 15th anniversary match uh and after the and after the game support match supporters will get an advanced look at the premiere episode of the new series Chicago Fire that happened. It was like a trailer then. So stupid. So stupid. 
They say screening. They say screening. You don't use screening when it's a trailer. I try to look up to the like a, a random Chicago Fire season, like 2009, 2010, and I just see season nine, Chicago Fire TV show. And <laughs> shut your mouth. Suck your well, mouth. Yeah, season 2009. Shut up. Calm down, troops. <laughs> Jiggly Donut doesn't know who that is. Uh. Anyway, yeah, we can Jiggly, move on, come on to. You got new troops. Is. Wait, who? Man. Anyway. Uh, Do you, know you know who Robbie is? Surely you've seen the Robbie Boss Man W memes. Nope. Jiggly. I'm on a different side of Twitter from you guys, man. <laughs> no, it's not even side. You're like in a complete they, they They post that everywhere. Like, even with anime stuff, it's like yeah. the new season of Hulu <laughs> came out. And then new season of Hulu. <laughs> nice, like, nice dub, like Funimation. When is, Hulu, when is Hulu 2 coming out? Sorry. Wait, is it is it the guy who's like this dub too big or whatever? Yeah. Okay, that guy. Okay, I this I just didn't know the name of it. Where's the jiggly version of this meme? This dub too big. That's it. Like it's just different variations of that joke. In awe of the absolute size of this W boss man. I I I didn't know the name of that meme. I just I just knew it. You suck, man. Anyway, we got we got fire stuff. That is technically Chicago House stuff. CJ Brown is with the is with the fire now as an assistant coach. I'll uh, let you guys go first. Well, no, I, I do want to talk about the house though. Like the the CJ knows something about Nisa. That's I mean, what some people are alluding to. Maybe that, that's what I was thinking I think too. That, I think that all of us are kind of just like it looks like it might not be uh, coming back. Well, I mean, there was apparently a uh, a interview with Wilt where it's like, yeah, no, we've got plans and everything. So it's just, I. It just doesn't look like it. Like, pinch of salt. He said during the last press conference this season that the league was doing very well, even if the house weren't in particular, because like they're adding new teams and whatnot. How much you want to believe if it's like a snake oil salesman or whatnot? We'll see. You know what they should do? I think. They should fold into um, what you know, Detroit City fans called Nick Soccer, and I think the house should become a fire affiliate for like USL two. Is that not already been, um, Ford Madison? Ford Madison's like league uh, league one. League Ford one. Madison's league one. I believe that the fire do have a league two team. It was Lansing, I believe. Oh yeah, Lansing's long defunct. That only oh, okay. lasted. That's gone. That only lasted one season. Yeah, but what? The only problem, the 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 well, not the only, but another problem with that though, RJ, unfortunately, is that like there's that new league coming in, like no, the one I mean, with yeah, with Jimmy Vardy's team in it. But the how does that work basically out? Basically, ML, uh, MLS two or whatever MLS. Next. Yeah, something. Yeah, MLS no, no. MLS Next Pro or whatever it's called. So the thing stupid. is, it's like the, those are still kids. Yeah, well. and you know, I think I believe I, I believe Chris Brady is going to be playing in MLS Next Pro next season. I mean, I I'd rather have. Oh yeah, after, after they signed that one one person today. Yeah, but, um, the fire did sign. Well, I, I can't probably remember. Well, his it's name, also to give it, him more. It's it's to give him more match experience. It, it's like when the fire signed was it Connor Sparrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Connor it, Sparrow. Was, yeah, like it's if he plays the game, fair play. But I, but, you know, Patrick McLean. For for the survival of Chicago House, and you know, it, it'd be a shame for them to disappear. I think they. 
I think that's what we've been saying, like, all season, essentially, for the house. It's just, like, in order for this team to sustain itself, it should probably move out of Toyota Park. It should also... It should also look into joining the USL. Toyota Park, I don't necessarily agree with, but they need to get out of Nisa. I'm pretty sure that they're they're probably paying a bit too much to be at... No, they can stay in Toyota Park under the fire's... You know, well, if, the, if, the fire, if the fire are paying for it, then yeah. The but fire's I already don't think... paying for it. Look, selfishly, no, not, for, not for the house to be there. Well, you just the house have that to pay. That, the house have to lease it still. Look, no, selfishly that's, that's speaking, what I'm saying. for like uh, the fire, like the house being under fire's proxy, they can just take care of that. That's like, you know, mm. it's beneficial for all groups involved. It's beneficial for. The P the players who can't make it, you know, who are too old <laughs> enough for next, but not good enough for Madison, which is a lot of uh, players. Just selfishly, though, I still have beef with the fire, so I don't want the house, which is like this new, cool, exciting thing, just to fall under their umbrella now. They're, they're which, gonna die, though. It's uh, yeah, it's like the the hero's death. I I don't know. Is the, it really hero's death? No, yeah, it's not, but. What I, what I was going to say is if we throw that out the window, and like, let's just pretend for a second that Nisa is fine and the house will play next season, whatever. The, the tinfoil hat, the reaction I had at first was, would the fire have signed C.J. Brown if he was in Chicago House as head coach? Like, if C.J. Yes. Brown was just yeah. some random assistant somewhere else, I don't think he signed... As far, I don't think the fire would have any interest The fire in signed him off of RSL. <laughs> As the assistant coach, yeah. that was way that was Yellow Pera. That was back in 2010. was he was assistant coach. Uh, well, he moved on to uh, to be assistant in uh, New York. He went from he he retired with the Fire. Went uh, uh, was an assistant with RSL under Jason Kreiss. I think it was Jason Kreiss, right? It was Jason Kreiss, I think. Uh, and then after that, he came to the he came back to the Fire. Was an assistant coach under Yellup. And then he moved. And then after Yelp was fired, he moved on to well before Yelp was fired. I think he jumped ship, went to uh, New York, and was an assistant coach under Marsh, and then Armas, and then he took the head coaching job with with the house. I mean, look at Niarco. Gun to my head. Gun to my head. It's bad journalism. I had no idea CJ Brown had any coaching experience for the house. That's pretty funny to me. At least I'm not going to lie to you. Thought he just kind of rocked up. Although it's concerning no. that he was coaching he under was also, Chris Palmer. Also, between, I believe between his time with the Fire and his time with the Red Bulls, he was head coach of Aurora Borealis SC, which maybe was an NPSL team. Maybe it's a good thing I didn't tweet out that take then. because I, <laughs> I, I still somewhat agree with it, though. I, I don't care how long. I, I'm be. sorry, but I would have called you out. Yeah, I, I would too. I think there oh, like, would be a lot of people to call you out. I, I, I just still, because like, I know they got Niarco like randomly, c- cigars they got randomly. I just, I don't know. No, I don't cigars, have a good his- cigars is not random. <laughs> well, no, no, like, how am I, how am I going to stress? Well, like, it kind of came out of nowhere. Well, no, I mean, to be fair, I don't track like youth culture. Also, I don't think cigars is back with the fire yet. No, he's, he he's still with Chicago he's United. Not. Yeah, he's still with FC oh, United. Maybe. What was uh, the cigars thing? I, um, I'm mixing up my stuff. Yeah, that's... Logan Paws? No, I miss Logan, Logan Paws. Pa- what is Logan Paws even doing nowadays? He's awesome out of that problem. San Diego team, or Orange County team. And then he- How do yeah. you guys know all these assistant coach movements? For me? Because it's former players, and it's just kind of like, we, we, you, you we just hear you know, about it. You don't know Robbie from AFTV, or Jiggly, but you know what Logan Paws oh, is up to now. about him. I don't know what Logan Paws is up to now, and I'm checking right now. Oh, he was with FC United in 2019, and then just kind of... Not doing anything anymore. 
I'll still be petty though. I may be a stupid man. I'm also not a petty man either, to be fair. But sometimes I may be a stupid man, but I'm also petty. <laughs> I, I'm. I may not be an idiot, but I no, I can't remember the quote now from the YouTube poop. Oh man, that's a shame. I'm not an idiot, but I'm also an. I can't remember it. Never mind. Scrap that. Um, is he is he even gonna do anything though? What's the point? Who? To be fair, I, I say, what's the point of an assistant coach, CJ Brown? That is that is a culture. That is a culture pick. Uh, from what I know of the way that he coaches, that is absolutely a a, a player guy, so a player dude. So he's, he's the Chris Armis of, of the Chicago Fire. But like, but like in, in terms of, I just very specifically remember. Oh yeah, wasn't CJ also a an assistant in Orlando for a while as well? Uh, I'll the CJ Brown Wikipedia. He seemed like a good player manager with the the house. Tactics, like I don't think I think it was much less of a tactics guy. More so of a here's guy. the thing that I know about with when he was with the fire, and uh, you know when like this is back in I think 2015, 2016 area <laughs> when uh, he was assistant. He was assistant for the fire in 2014. Then he moved to NYCFC in 2015 to be with Jason Kreis again. But there was a big thing. You remember Cam Lindley? Yeah. So. The whole argument that I made about the reason why Cam Lindley decided to go to decided to go to Orlando instead of with the fire was very specifically because he was essentially influenced by uh, former fire players who were assist who were academy coaches, assistant coaches who were basically saying this fire team is not the fire team that we, we taught you about. CJ Brown is down there and he is the fire team that we taught you about. So it's it's essentially CJ Brown is the culture of the fire. I truly believe that. And so to have a guy like him here and he will be instilling a culture into this club and we will and hopefully we will be seeing more players being, you know, people like Luca. I think Luca did a great job of uh, exemplifying what we want to see out of a fire player. And then what they do and then what they do to him, though. And then, yeah, and then what they do to him. But like, it's it's just this whole thing of I think that. They brought in CJ and they, they, they already had Klopas. Now they got CJ as two people who are here to instill tradition, honor, and passion into the players. I, I don't think Klopas should be anywhere near the bench. <laughs> well, he said too. <laughs> but like, you know, like, well. I mean, Klopp, I would love that. You know what? I would love that. He he isn't he isn't on Twitter, but man, like I would love to see Klopas, social media manager of the fire. <laughs> like vibes, vibes can only get you so far. And well, like I that. mean, that's that. But like that, that's what I'm saying. Like you have some coaches here who are going to be good coaches. And then you got people, especially with a team like this, you need leadership. If there is no leadership within the playing within like the playing squad, then have leadership in the coaches. And that was the other thing. Wiki wasn't a leader to his players. I don't think he was. He lost the locker room very early. Panovich lost his locker room. So you need at least somebody there who's like, this is he is the example for this team. No, you know what? I will defend Panovich and I think no, 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 no. no. Heard, from players. Now, he, he heard from players. <laughs> he had the backing of Schweinsteiger and Dax. That, but so, he also, he also yeah, played and, and, like, 
I, I'm, so I'm assuming he didn't have the backing of like the dead weight in that. Oh, is that, is that like when whenever Mourinho leaves a team, all the really good players guess, wish him guess, well? Yeah, but like, no, no, there there are players that he that he shoved off that should have been shoved off. I'll say that too. I think there Bastion are players that he shoved off that they shouldn't have. Bastion and Dax may have been too nice. Yeah, no, Bastian came here and then essentially had to take over Pano's job for him. It's not that Pano trusted Pano. It's not that it's not that Bastian trusted Pano. It's that Bastian essentially was like, okay, you're not doing this right. I'm gonna do this for you. <laughs> he he essentially And you know what? Basti essentially uh LeBron'd the team. He was just Bastion. like, okay, you're not the coach so, anymore. I am so he, he's a fraud. Hot take hot take Bastian as Schweinsteiger a fraud. Okay, so now now we have somehow turned this conversation into Jiggly is blaming Bastian Schweinsteiger for the no. Flyers' failures recently. Well, I mean, the re- Bossy played. Bossy didn't play center back because Pato told him to play center back. Bossy played center back because he's like, the defense is trash. I'm going to go back there and do this. Bossy wasn't even that bad. Bossy was actually a decent center back. That was that's not yeah. the word. Gun to, gun to my head. That's not that bad of a decision in hindsight. I don't care. Plus, because the defense was so terrible, he's like, okay, I'm going to help make sure that we don't give up goals. Try to make sure Nico gets the ball, and they didn't make sure Nico got the ball. No, yeah. And then when he did get the ball, he could not put it in the goal, which was unfortunate because they had too many children. But Too many children. Well, yeah. At least, you know, he did score. I'm like, you know, a certain... Oh, no, I do not do not think I'm ever going to trust Lander, Nemanja Nikolic, but he no. did have some bad moments at the end of his tenure. I remember, I remember. Oh yeah, people signed, and people are already slating Nikolic. Like, yeah, no, that's one. It, it's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen on fire Twitter, I, especially when Bears did well that first season, and people were trying to say he was better than Nikolic, and then, like, uh, and then it all, everyone had to learn very quickly what the truth was. Uh, so yeah, the last thing with the fire before we just go into like just uh, an, an enigma, an enigma zone. Uh, Sean Maloney no longer is an option as assistant. He's been uh, hired by Hibbs as the uh, head coach. So. You see, the fire, the fire can never get anything right. If, if they knew what they're on about, and Ezra, Ezra, no offense to him, he gets he gets former, binned off. Sean Maloney comes in and everything turns around. Former ML, former uh, 2015 Week 5 MLS Player of the Week. <laughs> you know, just, I've, it, I've been saying about the Maloney-Belgium thing, and no, no one on Twitter you know, took me seriously. And just... I didn't see. I don't go on my fire Twitter anymore. I, I, I would have definitely boosted if I saw or I would have said something. No, I mean, I'm, pretty even, sure, I'm pretty I've sure I've said it here and other podcasts as well. It's just I'm no pretty one... sure I've retweeted it a couple of times. Like Malone, like he was an assistant coach for Belgium. That's a good yeah. job. Yeah. Hey, if 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 Ezra's not making the playoffs this year, I'm calling for him to be out and for us to get Maloney in. I don't care. And I'm Sean Maloney also has hair, and Ezra does not. So, right? Ezra's, Ezra's bald. Yes. I think so. Yeah. To be fair, Ezra Hendrickson, even though it's kind of tough to say sometimes, that's a killer name. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a rock band. Well, I mean, that's also like, like we said, we said that, well, I mean, you did say the same thing about like, oh, Stanislav Ivanov is going to be good because of his name. And hey, look yeah, at him yeah, now. You had to play under Rafael Vicky, all right? Calm down. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're moving on to, uh, since this is the last episode of the season, uh, we're not going to be coming back for a while. Uh, at least for a couple of weeks. Uh, we're not going to be coming back until 2022. No. Yes. 
Yes, 2022. My yeah, brain I don't, stopped. I don't, I don't realize it's 2022 either. It's kind of horrifying. Yeah, horrifying. Uh, but we're not going to be coming back until next year, uh, at which point uh, we will have an updated logo with uh, every single season that we do of this podcast. We will add in another random thing onto the logo. Uh, and next season, I believe we're going to have uh, the Latin script uh, Stultus Fit Eloquid Semper uh, along the bottom. Uh, but uh, so uh, some end of the year stuff. Uh, what, 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 do you, what are your favorite moments from this past year of uh, soccer, or at least the most memorable moments as well? Because I know before we started the podcast, I asked, like, <sighs> when, when, did, when did Maradona die? And I think that was this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was pretty sure it was this year. It was January, knockout, I think. Knockout rounds of the Europa League. Um, so I'll go, uh, high was in, uh, cause remember I talked about Bremen's DFB, the, the German cup no, won last year. Wait, it wasn't this year. It was last year. No, it was, it was this, this calendar. It was this calendar year. No, oh, 2020 oh, November. That's horrifying. Yeah. But anyway, so the Bremen's cup, when I talked about them on this podcast, they made the semifinals. They're playing Leipzig. One of my highlights of the year is when Leonardo Bittencourt scored in the in stoppage time of the first overtime to tie the game up at one to one, which was a goal out of the blue, came out of defensive mistake, and I was like, okay, Bremen are back in, they're tied, they're at home, going to penalties, there, this could actually happen. One of the worst moments of the year was then when Bremen conceded in the 121st minute of overtime to lose the game. That 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 still stings me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, if you made me watch that goal right now, it would still bring a month's amount of pain because I genuinely thought Bremen could have won that cup and then qualified for the Europa League in the process. Instead, they got relegated. So, yeah, that was that was something. Uh, RJ, you got something? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the best and worst thing, you can combine it together. I was finally attending uh, games in person after, you know. Yeah. Finally, 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 uh, seeing both of you guys after doing a podcast without having actually seen you, and it, it's like going like I I rate Soldier Field. I think it's a really good venue, and if you know the birds go out to Arlington Heights, and you know Mansueto does end up acquiring it, or at least uh, the Chicago Park District uh, lets the fire do whatever they want with it, I it has the potential to be a world class venue. I mean, it is right now, but. You know, by the lake, all the food concession stands, you know, it could be cheaper, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the Pizza Puff uh, van outside the gate. Um, you know, it's it's great. It's a good venue. And, you know, that's also um, the downfall of the season, at least to me. It's because, um, you know, not, not everyone's like me. Not everyone's will want to commute down to a... Down to the South Loop or down to that area, and um, just the parking situation in general, and uh, also you know, on product on the field on the pro or the product on the field, both the conditioning of the field and you know what we saw from Raphael Wicking and Frank Klopas, you know, I uh, I'm at home sometimes, but you know it is what yeah. it is. But it was enjoyable overall. I guess, I guess I guess for me, like, even though I've said I've I, we went into length in this podcast about like how I'm not caring about the end of his anymore. It was nice to at least be at a championship game for a Chicago team. That was that was at least nice that it happened. Uh, I think that uh, also, you know, as I said, uh, going go, going to games with RJ uh, and uh, 
continuing to try to get Adnan to come to a game, which is not going to happen. But oh, no. at least at very least seeing seeing Adnan at a house game, which I went to the first two games, uh, the first two Chicago house games, and he wasn't there. That's and then he showed up the third week. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, continuing the trend of duality, I guess, now looking back, because one of the highlights was going to house games, getting to cover in the press box, all that hot jazz and whatnot. And, like, you know, like, they're tin pop, but it's, like, the sense of community and whatever. It's kind of nice supporting a small team like that. Yeah. And, you know, getting to cover them again, like, exclusives. But now there's there's the sadness that comes with it, because they might not be a thing anymore. And that's that's going to be a tough pull to, like, properly. Um, you know what? I'll tell, this, I'll tell a story on this podcast. Long story short, they they currently have a, a, a an item I own, and I still need to get it back. Where I bought a jersey. <laughs> I bought a I bought a jersey the second of well last weekend of the season. Then realized I could have got it customized, so I brought it to the last weekend of the season, gave it to a dude who said, "Yeah, we'll get the customization, and then get it emailed or next, we'll get it sent over to you." And that that's like a month or more or in the making, and they still have my jersey somewhere in SeatGeek Stadium, and I don't even know if it's been customized yet or not. And if that team, if, if the team liquidates before I get that jersey back, I I, I don't even know if I can sue anyone, but I, I need to get that jersey back. It's just going to end it. up in the fire locker room sale. <laughs> <laughs> Your jersey. It, I'm like, wait a second. And then I'm going to have to pay like 50 bucks for it somehow. You think I'm kidding, but it's that's it's very possible. I mean, how else do you think that I got my uh, I got my what was it? Was it the uh, it, it's a D.C. United player. It's just a random D.C. United player. Oh, the. Um... Russell Canuse, there we go. Yeah, That's how I got my Russell Canuse jersey. Because it was um, just like laying in the locker room, apparently, and they picked it up. It's like, well, we can sell this, I guess. Some, some kid from Naperville to his, you know, once-a-year trip up to Chicago, they, I don't know, for whatever reason, end up at the locker sale. It's like, Mommy, I want that. He's going to get an Ian Saro Chicago house jersey somehow. Yeah. Just, I don't know anything about, man, I need to get that back. But yeah, that, that's peak. that's peak Chicago house. I don't know if I'm getting that jersey back. You know, like isn't, it, isn't it funny, though, I guess, with the house and their situation? And um, I, I know throughout this year, there's been a lot of fights between Detroit FC fans and, I guess, Chicago soccer fans in general. But It's really like, interesting. To, yeah, it's really interesting to think about the, how, Detroit, like, the fact... Detroit, who is, like, the champion of, like, small small-time soccer, basically led to the death of... Small soccer yeah. in America. Well, I mean, they they've they've done that already multiple times. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, also another thing that uh, that was fun with this season, uh, obviously Elliot Collier, just like that, that entire thing. Just, I think just, that we 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 started a religion essentially. <laughs> all right, we we um, it's, just me. I think one of my favorite one of my favorite moments is when you you talked about your revelation and it made me realize how how Collier's the epitome of the fire. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how that always works. Yeah, forty oh, yeah, stat that's, padding. That's true. We're like he in, in advanced metrics. LA oh no! I just somehow. realized that. Uh, wait, do no, do, I think I still have it on my phone. Do they the, do advanced metrics in USL? That's not a, that's in USL. I don't statement. think that's a mean statement for me, but you know what I mean. I don't, I don't think they track it. They're not going to be doing games. This is because Nisa at this rate. I'm um, sorry. But, uh, yeah, that, that, the whole thing of Elliot Callier. And then the saga of me trying to find Elliot Callier. 
Oh yeah, you had a you had a whole night for some reason. I had anyway. a night. <laughs> we had like a uh, con- uh, fire concert for, all, for some reason. That was that was a fun. Uh, you know what? It is not very often that I am introduced to a to a musician through a soccer team. But Saba is a really good rapper. He's a really good artist. I like him. Uh, and I've been listening to I've been listening to him a lot this year. Uh, are you outside or something? Or yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, one another story is when I went to go see RJ in in real life to drop off uh, gifts from Bosnia, and then I stopped by my workplace afterward, and my car was, didn't respond to me in the parking lot, so I had to wait for an hour to get uh repair services in. That was fun. I had that episode. Uh, other moments on the podcast. I think that the best, the best, the best moment on the podcast was me and Adnan selecting our uh, women's empowerment league teams. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was, RJ unfortunately that was missed the best out. I, it felt like a fever dream because I think it was one of the first few weeks I came home from. Like I, I just started working as well, so I was like tired from work and whatnot. And RJ Jiggly was just telling me about all the different Wii League stuff, like the teams and the names and the jerseys and everything. And I and discovered just Jeff, United. Jeff United. Yeah, and it just it was it was one of the happiest moments I've had in a while. The Bolivian oh, Shiva Inu. <laughs> it's unbelievable scenes, bro. Um, also Roy Miller. I forgot about Roy Miller until we mentioned it today. So now I'm happy again. Uh, if I, if I, if I forget, if, if, when, if slash when the house announced that they've liquef- liquefied and they confirm I'm no longer in my Jersey and I'm very sad, I will watch that Roy Miller free kick again and feel joy. Uh, some, someday we will all go to a Jeff United game. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I, I I'm not going, I'm going to a Jeff United game before I go to a fire game at this rate. I mean, they could play your friendly here, so I probably. I mean, I mean I'll, although it's gonna be I, ironic, maybe there's more of a chance I end up going to a fire game than a house game because those won't exist anymore. I gotta stop making such down jokes, man. Well, I mean, like the whole thing of like next year may possibly be my last season uh, at in like in Chicago, yeah, in America, watching the fire. So hey, as I said, maybe we might all just end up going to a Jeff United game someday. I'm down. What RJ? What? Nothing. <laughs> also, shout out all the times um, when you would say something jiggly, and RJ would just go. I would just go we, and then RJ would ask you what part of blank you're from. Good times. Yeah, that that that. <laughs> I'm. It's fun. You know, it's you, fun making fun of you, jiggly. You know, I'm you know, sorry. I, it's very um, easy. I've been doing that IRL. And I'm glad people are taking it and I guess stride or they know, yeah. you know, because I don't know. Sometimes people out there. Yeah, sometimes a joke is always a bit of a risk. But I don't know, uh, like one of my new, um, my side job, one of my new uh, colleagues in the office is a Manchester City fan. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, what part of Manchester are you from? And they, they legitimately said born and bred in the Essiad after 2012. So I was like, oh, well, at, least, That's at least, yeah, at least they have something prepared for that question. Vibes. Uh, also, also, shout out to all the times that, uh, that Adnan has now forced his language onto me. <laughs> that sounds much more suspect than it should. But I, yeah. I said- so much now. Romontada, grown man. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't it's talked. To, I haven't windows. said Romontada that much. But like vibes. No, this this whole podcast is just about innuendos, like yes. on purpose or not. I mean, uh, you're like spanked by young boys. Uh, pause. 
Or no, I almost, I I also sometimes think about when RJ decided just to keep talking about us being us representing different Caribbean teams nationally. And Jiggly, you you just kept wanting to stop it for some reason. Yeah, and I just I was having it so just much felt fun. Incredibly uncomfortable. I had so much fun pretending I would be playing for the American Virgin Islands up top I mean, or something. We they're U.S. territory. I don't see why. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a good time. And now we we're running it back again because now Jiggly wants to yeah. go to something else. <laughs> Uh, like I, th- I think we're done here. Uh, I have a lot of uh, a lot of videos to make. That is one of the main reasons why I'm like I don't know when we're gonna start back up, but I know that it's not gonna be here for a while because I have to make 18 uh, YouTube videos uh, over winter break. So that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna so spend the rest. Think- I'm gonna spend the rest of this year being a bum, and then Ramon Tyler coming 2022. <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess. You know, last thing since we are uh, we are the official podcast of the Cincinnati Bengals, the official soccer podcast of the Cincinnati Bengals, and the official Chicago and in a Chicago soccer podcast. What do you think about next year? I mean, obviously we have doubts about the fire, but uh, what do you think? Do you think do you think that next year is going to matter? Because I think last year last year we we all said the uh, you know twenty twenty one was not going to matter. But will 2022 matter for 2023? Do you want like an in-depth? I don't need an in-depth or... answer. I just, you know, this, this is the end. <laughs> it should matter. Well, this it, it year should matter, matter for this year. They're not going to get anywhere. Maybe if the U.S. Open Cup is back, if, you know, Don Garber doesn't mess it up, I think <laughs> that is a possibility of a trophy. But... Uh, as of right now, especially with the lack of movement in the transfer window, I don't know. I guess dial up is slow in a in um Kosovo or something. But yeah, <laughs> you you missed last week, RJ. Apparently, Jake was telling me that apparently Heights just refuses to learn the MLS rules. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yeah, I heard about it. Absolutely hysterical to me. I, I still listen to your guys and stuff, you know. I mean, I zone out like twenty percent in, but yes. Yeah. But you also do not work for a professional major, major league soccer team, as a guy who's in charge of player acquisitions and whatnot. Oh, but no, it's 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 worrying how the fire is really silent in the transfer yeah. window, and absolutely, um, I think that. You know, you can only do so much with the academy, and I'm I'm glad they're promoting, you know, a bunch of talent from the academy, but you can only do so much with that. And I think the fire will not be ready for any sort of competition unless they start making marquee signings or at least competent signings. I'll ask you real quick then, because we didn't get your feedback. Uh, Jimenez resigning, yay or nay from you? Nay, I mean, it, yeah, it's it, yeah, it, obvious. No, no, I've always said it. Like him and Alaseda, I mean, yeah, it's it's good that oh, I'm I'm sorry to the folks at Lugano. Um, Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Or just gonna drive him to the airport himself. But no, like, like with Jimenez, it's like I'm pretty sure he installed those values into you know Alaseda, you know, being a top-rated bum. It's. I think the fire is now just rewarding mediocrity and whatever. Um, I'm hoping s- things change sometime soon, but yeah. You know, I I use this for a tweet for an article, but you know the the the, the classic line about 
soccer being a complicated or some soccer being a simple sport because 22 people run around it, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the Germans win. Everything that happens does, does not even matter because at the end of the day, the fire will not make the playoffs. And that's yeah. what matters to the team. And it's just going to be another year of, uh, yeah. I, this is this is why this is why I do anime now. Like as uh, pessimistic <laughs> and like and obviously I still have beef with the fire, so maybe I'm like negatively biased. But like I, it just it's like the history of Tottenham. It's the history of the fire at recently. They're just not going to make the playoffs. Not going to do anything relevant. They're going to finish. Like, left with like a professional connection to the fire. I mean, I'm I'll, I'm still going to cover the fire in 2022. I'll I'll start writing some articles at the turn of the new year with like some if anything ever happens. Oh yeah, like, I, I I didn't even mention on the on the podcast, but yeah, I'm I, I'm technically retired from uh, sports writing. Jeez, <laughs> but yeah, the. I don't know. And then for the Red Stars need to sort their stuff out, but that, that's a scary situation, of course, on and off the field. The House are just trying to get to a stage where they can play soccer next year. So if the if the House if the House are playing a game next season, that's a W for them at least. So that's good at least. Yep. And Nisa can afford taking a hiatus. If they if they say they're taking a hiatus, that that's, yeah, that's concerning. That's concerning. Well, okay. Um, I'm jiggling. Everyone, everyone listening, don't don't be so don't be so sad for the holidays. Take care. Have a good time. Don't think about the fire. You'll be happy. Don't think and about Chicago soccer at all. Really. Also, don't think don't think about the Bengals. Uh, think about um. Don't you know what? Don't think. Period. Don't think. Just don't yeah. think. Or just think about Bremen because Bremen are coming up, boys. I, I don't think. Pay attention. Pay attention to my anime stuff. I talk about. I talk about funny anime. You guys want to hop on the bandwagon now while you got the chance because it's not too crowded right now, but it, it might pick up steam soon. It's gonna be so funny when they come back from winter break and they just suck again. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be so sad. Uh, so that's it for the. That's it for twenty twenty one. Predictions from YouTube. Will I get my jersey before we record this next episode? No, you no. won't get it before the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's gonna end up. At a village discount, a savers or a goodwill. If you get it, it's going to be sometime in March. I'm going to finally get to go. I'm going to finally cave in, go to a fire game, and like two rows in front of us, I'm going to see someone wearing that jersey. <laughs> We're like, sir, you are in my jersey. He's like, what? Sir, like, you're in my jersey. Monterey I'm sorry, is this. Uh, my tickets say this seat. No, my jersey. <laughs> Did you say RJ? And then Monterey is going to kick you out. <laughs> That's that's the spirit. Oh yeah, I got my first I got my first ever warning by a Monterey guy. Uh, anyway, uh, yep, that's it for this. That's it for this year. Uh, we will be adding another thing onto the badge uh, as soon as I figure out how to remake it. I'm sure that RJ still has some of the assets for it that I can use. Anyway, uh, uh, that's that's it for us in 2021. Uh, see you in season three. I'm Jiggly. I'm still odd, Don. I'm RJ. And as always. Something wait, stupid. Wait, 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 wait. Did you, did you say see you in 2023? I said, uh, did I say 20? Yeah, I, we're skipping. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, we're going to skip an entire year now, apparently. Well done, Jiggly. Good night. Hey, a year's out. break. Oh, come on, RJ. That's, that's, too, that's too soon. Hey, something stupid always happens. Uh, eat the rich. <laughs>